Welcome to the Sugar Plum Bakes podcast. You're listening to Varney Wadman. I'm your host and fellow wedding supplier. This is a space where you can listen to and learn from fellow wedding creatives to pick up advice and tips that will help you to grow your wedding business. I genuinely hope that after each episode that you will feel inspired. On today's episode, we have the very lovely Katya Valentina. Katya specializes in creating beautiful bridal hair and she has such a gentle, caring way about her. I can imagine she's such a calming and supportive person for a bride to have with them on their wedding day. She shares some really wonderful advice on this episode about how to stay true to yourself and not to worry about what your peers and competitors are doing. It's often easy to get caught up in imposter syndrome, so it's vital to find ways and people to help keep you strong and focus on what you do best. Hi, Katya. I'm so pleased you could come on the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. We worked together on a wedding last year didn't we we did yeah and since then I've been such an avid fan of your work the hairstyles that you create are so beautiful but for my listeners who might not know you yet could you just give them a little introduction to yourself and what you do yes so my name's Katia I am a hairstylist and I specialize in bridal hair creating effortlessly beautiful hairstyles for your wedding day. Yeah, you make them look effortless, but <laughs> you can tell a lot of work goes into it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say, I love hearing stories of how wedding suppliers got into their line of work. And I really want to hear more about yours. So can you tell us, have you always been a hairstylist or did you find your way into it? I have always been a hairstylist. I started doing hair when I was, well, actually, when I was still at school, I was only 14. And I wow. Worked, um, yeah, I just worked in a salon, you know, washing hair. And then when I left school, I decided to continue in the salon full time and I did an apprenticeship. And yeah, my whole life has just been hair, hair, hair. I worked in a salon for a long time before I had my children. And then after I had the children, I wanted to do something that would work around my family life as well. So um, weddings happened to really fit in with that. Yeah. I did to pursue more. So what is it that you love about working with brides? I think... When you work in the hair and beauty industry, the main thing for me is making someone feel, obviously look amazing, but feel amazing too. So being able to do that on such a special day of someone's life. So that's what I love. I love getting excited with the brides um, for trials they ask opinions like do you think these earrings will go and just little things like that and you really feel part of such a 
amazing day yeah I think it must be very special because um because I don't generally see the couple on their wedding day so you're there especially with the bride as she's getting ready that must be such such a special thing to do it really is yeah I think well as a hairstylist anyway I found that you're kind of wrapped up in people's lives strangely but you know they tell you everything you're like a little counsellor as well so then to be their support on a wedding day as well I really like it special I feel like your brides you do make them look incredible and and to me it seems like your you know your services are highly sought after so I was kind of wondering how you built up your business yeah I think it's a funny one in a weird way I feel like the pandemic almost helped me do that because I had obviously couldn't work at all I was at home the only thing I could do was focus on my business in other ways such as practicing on dolls heads making videos yeah I feel like I really zoned into what I wanted to do in that time yeah and you're so good at creating content for Instagram actually is that kind of the the main way that you market yourself I think so yeah I'll never forget it in the pandemic I spent 10 pounds it's the best 10 pounds I've ever spent it was an online masterclass on how to make reels or how to make videos because I didn't have a clue and I watched it and And yeah, it was like a real light bulb for me. Like I can do this too. So that did definitely help. The other thing which is huge for me is I totally say yes to a lot of opportunities and also make opportunities. Like I do network with people. I talk to people because you never know who you're going to meet and where that's going to take you. And I I feel like that is so important. Yeah. Oh, that's really good advice. Yeah. Because I think when you're starting out, especially, sometimes it's really hard to know how to get yourself seen or even booked. So I think what you were saying about just connecting, being open to anything and, and everyone, isn't it? I've messaged influencers before and chances are they might not even see your message but the best chance is they will see your message and they'll say, actually, yes, come and do my hair or make me a cake. And then it opens you up to such other opportunities. I don't mean like message hundreds of influencers, <laughs> but, um, but you know what I mean. You yeah, be, be targeted and be focused. Yeah, you have yeah. to be confident and, and connect with people. That's the main thing. Yeah. I feel like you've got to work on some really beautiful weddings. Do you have any favourites that you've worked on? Oh, I do. I <laughs> had two weddings last year. One was at Headsaw House. It was just incredible. Um, we had Larry Walsh do the flowers. It was insane. The bride had two dresses. It was fireworks and oh, everything. Wow. It yeah. was really <laughs> Um, and the other one was Isabella, who I'm sure you've seen a lot oh, of yes. Instagram, yes. the little blonde bun. But um, that was at Brimpton House, and that was also very beautiful. 
She's just so graceful and like, and she's got her own jewelry line as well, hasn't she? she does. Which is just yeah. so beautiful itself too. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious actually, because so obviously as a hairstylist and doing bridal hair, have you ever thought about um, expanding your skills and learning makeup artistry as well? I think in the beginning, and this is when I was still in a hair salon, like before I was even doing weddings, I thought that if I ever did weddings, I would do makeup and I love makeup and I'm very much into makeup. However, I don't think I would like to do it as well. I feel like it's better to zone in to one skill and be really, really really good at it and try and do all the things. Yeah, I mean, like often it's, you know, talked about niching really and specialising in a specific craft. And I guess for me, it's kind of, it is interesting because you'll be doing the hair and then somebody else will be doing the makeup as well and so then you're having to liaise with another person and and I guess work together as a team right yeah we kind of bounce off each other the hair makeup artists so like when you're doing the trials you'd be doing that on your own so would you tend to like reach out to the makeup artist to talk about ideas beforehand or um not really generally a bride would she would have either had one or the other first hair or makeup so um, obviously at a trial we take pictures and things like that so then I'd ask to see those to help me kind of picture the whole look do you do you feel like you attract a certain kind of bride as well I think more so now, yes, because I feel in myself, I've really zoned into the styles that I love to create. I think it's really important in any business, like what you were saying about having a niche, you can't please absolutely everyone. Not everyone is going to be your bride. So focus on what you really love and make it amazing. And then you'll in turn get to work with those right people yeah people who love what you do yeah yeah because I do feel you have a signature style I think having watched so many of your reels as yeah. well, <laughs> you can tell there's a, a certain style to how you do your hair and how you make your brides look as well yeah so uh, this might not be the case for you but I was wondering if on your business journey if you might have had a point which was kind of like a make or break point in your you know, business journey, because when I talk to other people and even myself, like about two years into running my business, I felt like I reached a point where I was almost going to give up. And then everything suddenly clicked and it all fell into place and all the hard work just kind of started paying off. So I was wondering if you might have experienced the same thing. I definitely have. If you ask my best friend, she'll probably tell you that I message her regularly saying that I don't know if I could do this and I don't know if I'm good enough. I think everyone has these doubts and I think working for yourself. Yeah. Some days can be incredibly tough. I don't know if I've had a make or break point as such, but I do have support from a few friends actually who are always cheerleading me on telling me that 
I'm meant for this and reminding me to keep going. Yeah, I, I think that's so important to have, especially if they're people outside of the industry as well, actually, because Definitely. they're not yeah. caught up in it all and and they have like perspective on what you're doing probably. Yeah. But yeah, it is as rewarding as it can be. Running a, a wedding business can be really hard and I think it does test you mentally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you, because you said that you've got children as well, do you feel like you prioritise self-care at all? Definitely now Mm. also. I think in the beginning I was very much saying yes to absolutely everything, Mm -hmm. um, which in a way you do need to do. You do need to, to build yourself up. But now I've got a bit more confident at where I'm at. I'm I'm trying to take a bit more time for myself, family. Self-care is definitely so important. I've started going to the gym. I've never been to the gym, but <laughs> I like it. So that's good. Yeah, it's good. I'm not a fan of the gym, but I am making myself go only because I'm actually making my kids go. And I yeah. feel like if I'm making them, then I need to be showing up as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm generally in the pool. I swim, but that's kind of my me time. Yeah, but you're still having that time. It's just having that hour or so. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, something restorative for yourself. And I think actually, like what you were saying about working a little less, but actually, I I'm guessing so that you're making more money but working less hours right is that kind of your yes. goal yeah but also just not I think as well when you're self-employed it's so easy to to get a really good inquiry and although you've told yourself you're going to have that day off yeah think oh I'll just do it yeah um, <laughs> now this year I'm really like marking out I need x amount of days off I mean, I've blocked off two weeks in August, which is crazy because that's the busiest time in the wedding industry. But the kids are so small, I have to balance it. So Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely do the same. I kind of, I think if I say to myself, I'm blocking off time for family, then I don't get tempted by those inquiries that come in that sound really good because I'm, I'll be very disciplined about it. And I think when you're a mum and you've got, children it is something that's important especially like you were saying you know one of the reasons why you're doing what you're doing is because it can be flexible and you can work around your family so yeah. then yeah it makes sense to prioritize them in their summer holidays yeah so I was gonna ask you what your opinion is actually because the wedding industry is is a market that's full of so many talented people what advice would you give to somebody new who's wanting to stand out from the crowd I would say again like we said about really your niche I would just really focus on what you truly love it's so easy to get down a hole on Pinterest or Instagram and naturally we want to copy And I did this in the beginning. I would see an amazing hairstylist and think, I want to do just like that. I want it to look just like that. And then you copy and then you see another hairstylist and you do the same. And then you end up doing all these different things. So I think it's really important to just don't look left, don't look right. Just literally do you think about what you're doing. Don't worry about everyone else. 
and I'm still like I've only just come to that point myself as well yeah um yeah and and it's something that you kind of have to keep reminding yourself as well no matter how long you've been in the business it's kind of you know you have to remind yourself to focus on your lane yeah yeah that's such good advice yeah thank you so do you have any exciting projects coming up that you're looking forward to I don't have any projects I have ideas in my head which I like to sit on for a while and then (laughs) in years to come maybe two or three years it will happen and I'll feel like I was meant to do this. And then I realized that I actually thought about it all that time ago. So I think I'd like to eventually have uh, not a shop as such, kind of like a bit of a salon with other creatives in there, like makeup, nails. Something like beauty related where people can come and pamper themselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just in my head at the moment. I'm not sure how quickly that would happen. But yeah, I wasn't I sure if you were going to tell us what you were thinking about. Yeah. I wasn't sure you were going to keep it a secret. <laughs> no, it's just you know I'm constantly thinking of things. I don't know when or if they'll happen. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. I think sometimes when when the moment's right, it. It, everything aligns doesn't it and yeah. you can just feel it instinctively that it's the right time to take that step and I think I, I don't know about you but this year is still mega mega busy isn't it with weddings yeah. and it kind of doesn't afford you the time to no, to I be able to say, yeah this year I can't even think of a project because I'm just trying to get my head down and get through as I'm sure you are. Yeah, same. <laughs> the backlog of weddings. I mean, we're only in April and yeah, it feels crazy already. I know. Yeah. So like like what you were saying about being a bit more selective about the work that you're taking on. I feel like I'm I'm trying to do that with 23 bookings, but 22, I'm just, it's like, it's just go, go, go all the way, almost up until Christmas. Really. Yeah. Got to get them done. But um, but it's good. This yeah, is it is good. Yeah. So where can everyone find you online? So my Instagram is my main place. So it's Hair, And also my website is katiavalentina.com. Yay! I will make sure I put the links in the show notes for everybody to find. Oh, and actually, if that masterclass is still available, the one that you mentioned earlier, maybe I should get find the link from you for that. <laughs> that sounds like a really good yes. one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, I just love chatting away with Katia and I hope you found this episode helpful and useful. A really big thank you to Katia for taking the time to talk with me. I love talking to different wedding suppliers and hearing about how they work and their perspective on the industry that we all work in. So often there is commonality between us all, even if we are specialised in different disciplines. And what Katia said about being open to things, saying yes to opportunity, That's definitely incredibly sound advice. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Knowing that my podcast is of value to you really means so much to me. 
It always makes me feel immensely grateful. If you'd like to be kept up to date on the release of future episodes, do subscribe to receive updates or alternatively come and follow me over on Instagram, either on my mentoring account, which is Varney underscore Wadman, or my cake design one at Sugar Plum Bakes Kingston. And if you find the podcast useful and helpful in any way, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review. Thank you.